Hello and welcome to The Villager's Voice. I'm Rachel. And I am Rachel. No, I am Chris. What? (laughs) Jesus. We missed y'all. It has been... A whirlwind. A moment since our last episode. Yes. But we are back. We are here. Thank you for uh, sticking around with us as we uh, took last week off. Yes. Which, in that week, we managed to secure a new apartment which will make recording this and also our Twitch streams much better too. Yes. But we had a lot going on last week. And so I am very excited to get back into my normal routine, my new normal. The new normal. As they say. But let's get into the bulletin board. So we're going to go through the birthdays, of course. We're going to do last week's as well as this week's. So last week we had birthdays for Zell, Timmy and Tommy, Sid, Peanut, Alfonso, Walker, Pudge, Bettina, and Scoot. Scoot. And then now this week's birthdays are Pippi, Maple, Roscoe, Spike, Tangy, yes. Cookie, Sally, Phineas, and Graham. I'm very excited for Tangy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy oh. birthday to everybody. Have you had a birthday yet? Uh, I think Deirdre had a birthday. But wasn't Deirdre already gone? Maybe I haven't had a birthday. I don't think you've had I've a birthday. I've been on other people's islands when they're villagers. Yeah, their I don't think you've had a birthday yet on no, your wait, island. No, Miranda had a birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had Miranda's yeah. birthday. Okay. And then I know you have an announcement to share, but um, I also wanted to have a retraction from our last episode. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. So we were talking about the wedding season and... Uh, there was a new feature added uh, when you talk to Wilbur. He's like, hey, I can send stuff back to your house um, or you could sell things to me, kind of like how you do the box at Nook's Cranny. And we said that it would be just whenever you're flying, whether it's to Photopia or to a Nook Mile Island. Yes. Turns out that is not the case. And it is only when you're going to Photopia which is a very stupid implementation, in my opinion. Legally, it is the dumbest thing that they have done. (laughs) I don't understand. Because after this wedding event, unless they continue to do photo events where you're getting prizes and furniture and things for doing the photos, like, when when I go to Photopia, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's head empty, pockets empty. I am just here to take pictures. (laughs) Like, why would I have stuff that I'm going to sell or bring back? It's not like you can snatch, like, objects from Photopia. And also, this event is going on for an entire month. So even if it was like, oh, I went there with full pockets and, oh, I can't buy anything with my heart crystals today because... My pockets are full. I'll just come back tomorrow. You could just go home. Yeah, or yeah, you just go home because it's free to go to Photopia. So it's yeah. not like cost you any tickets. All in all, that's a great feature that they really should have just added to the entirety of traveling with Wilbur. So deadass. Yeah, traveling with Wilbur because now it doesn't even matter our tarantula islands that we talked about last I week. I know. It wouldn't have even impacted that. So I know we got so much shit when we got when we started <laughs> streaming. They were like, "Guys, do you realize?" Because we I don't think we had been to a mystery island since when that wedding, update yeah. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a piece of news. So Nintendo is officially like cracking down on the sale of in-game items for real human dollars. Oh, really? Yes. So this applies to multiple things, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I wanted to see like where you guys stand ethically and shit. So they've officially said that the sale of characters as well as in-game items for money violates their terms of service. And I expected that. They, I just thought they were enforcing it. I guess, well, now they're going to start enforcing it is what they're saying. And so that goes for individuals um, as well as companies that are doing it. Because like there are people, like there's the Nookazon website, and obviously there's people doing it on eBay, there's people selling them on Etsy and things like that. I don't think this has anything to do with Amiibos, because I know that the only Amiibos that they're against are the ones that are literally meant to completely replicate the original cards that you can buy. But the ones that look different, like the like the ones that Taryn's making, for example, one of our mods is making Amiibos. We should like link them on our Twitter. They're fucking adorable. And they're like little Polaroids. And because yeah. they're not trying to mimic the cards, it's fine. Um, the coins are the same thing because they're literally just like little coins. Um, I don't know how that would work for like the statues that people make, but also the Amiibo figurines that people make. They're like they're of villagers and there are no Amiibo figurines of villagers. So I don't think that really fucking matters. Um, but 
essentially it's the selling of individual villagers, like the people that are like, I have Raymond and mm -hmm. I'm charging $3 billion, come to my yeah. island, he's in boxes. Or the people that are selling... Um, Nook Mile tickets Nook Mile online. Tickets. Yeah. There's also, I know that there's people that, there's this one user who I will not mention that is uh, like selling like island renovation. Like they're charging yeah, like yeah. $300 to like renovate someone's island. I feel like that would not be covered in this because that's like essentially buying their services to renovate your island. Yeah. So essentially what they're going to be doing is they're going to be contacting individual players and companies on a case-by-case -case basis. And so I would say if this is something that you are doing, I feel like ultimately they are going to crack down the most on the people that are selling the villagers because that shit has gotten way out of hand. Yeah. Um, and so if that's something that you're doing already, I'm side-eyeing you. But also like you might want to be careful because the last thing you would want to do is... Have and like what I know that Nintendo has been known to do is that they could block your IP Nintendo your Nintendo ID account from accessing online services or uh, using anything regarding uh, Nintendo Switch Online and, yeah. or even like blocking just blocking your account from doing anything. So just be careful if you are a seller of those things. That makes me sad because. We bought Nook Mile tickets online, and uh, it helps for streaming. Like for streaming purposes, I'm not going to bore everyone by doing the tedious thing of cashing out my Nook Miles yeah, for you know tickets what they because it do? takes so long. They could do is be like, I want to buy 20 Nook Mile tickets because I have enough Nook Miles right now. So just yeah. let me buy them all at once because even like yesterday. Uh, we were streaming, and I redeemed some of my Nook Miles for tickets for you. And it took you and forever. It just took me forever, and I got like. 10, you know, it wasn't I was gonna that say, many. If Nook Mile tickets are 2,000 and I have right now like almost 50,000, how many tickets is that? Oh my God. That's 25. Uh, 25 tickets. That's yeah. like nothing. Yeah, that is like nothing. So I, I understand and I get it. And I, before this game, I never bought anything before. And this is the only time I've ever bought anything. It was just the Nook Mile tickets and also the handmade Amiibos. Because the, before the Amiibos were still being fucking sold, so it wasn't yeah. like hard to find them. This makes me wonder if they're going to start doing in-game microtransactions for these That's items. That's what people because were wondering. Because they would, like, obviously people wouldn't do it through, I mean, people would do it through the game, but, you know, there'd be always online sellers that were doing it for cheaper than whatever well, it is in the game. to be honest with you, I think that this, most people are saying in the community that they think that this is because they're not doing microtransactions, so they feel like they're being fucked over. If they were to start giving microtransactions for Nook Mile tickets, for example, I feel like that's a good one. I don't think they're ever going to sell villagers. Um, no, never. I would personally rather give my money to Nintendo and the people that made this game because they could hopefully make it better than I would to give it to someone who is like hacking their game to get like an endless stream of Nook Mile tickets. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But when it comes to like things like handmade Amiibos, like that's like art. So yeah. I don't mind spending for that. And I don't want to buy a fucking villager like someone has them in boxes or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think it's a possibility that they could start selling Nook Mile tickets, but I don't think... I honestly don't think they would. I think if it was any other company besides Nintendo... They would have. They would have done that Rockstar's by now. This was Rockstar's game. Yeah, they would have made, like, a new type of ticket that's like, oh, you can just buy, like, Leaf tickets, how it is in yeah. Pocket Camp. And you can use those to go to Nook Mile, Nook Mile Islands. But I don't think that Nintendo will do that with this game. Especially because they already had the currency, the nook, like the leaf yeah. ticket, and they already had the name of it, what it looked like and everything. The fact that it's not implemented in this game at launch shows me that they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, and since they called it nook mile tickets, like it's associated with the nook mile points. I don't think that they're going to be like, or you could just pay money for them. Like, yeah. I just don't feel like they will do that. Cause that just literally ruins the playability of the game. Yeah. If you are like, I know that we're saying that as people who have bought nook mile tickets, once again, if I were not on Twitch, I probably would have never bought them. Because I didn't, like, the villager hunts, for me, aren't even as satisfying 
for me as a single solitary player, it's literally just for the like the Twitch interaction of doing the villager hunt. It's it such so a, fun. It's such a rewarding experience when it finally happens, when you finally get the villager you're looking for. But and I can tell just, you right now, I wouldn't be hopping from hundreds of islands if I had no one fucking like watching and rooting me on. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But like, I know that some people would. So like, it's whatever your fucking cup of tea is, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting about all of this is that like they're pushing online um, play together. Yeah. It's so important. And like, obviously that is going to spawn this because if we could not get on each other's islands, then this entire like economic system of animal crossing bartering would not exist. Like and we wouldn't be able to get turnip prices and we wouldn't be able to snatch bitches in boxes or, you know, buy Nook Mile tickets or catalog mm-hmm. items and all these things. Nookazom wouldn't exist. The whole system would collapse. The whole system would collapse. <laughs> so I, it's like, I don't know like how this, they didn't think that this was happening, especially when this shit happened in New Leaf. Yeah, too. I was going to say it happened in New Leaf. It's just that like everything is, in terms of online, even though it may not seem like it is implemented far better than it ever has before. It's a lot more seamless. And there's way and, more people playing this fucking game. You've seen yeah. the cell numbers on this and shit. And so, yeah, I mean, they definitely saw it coming cause it's already existed with new leaf. It's just, and now it's to a level probably they did not expect. It's like eight years later, we're all wiser. We're all like a little bit older. We all have a little bit more coin to spend. And just also not everybody that selling things to. online in that time has also gotten a lot easier. I know that like eBay and shit always existed, like even back in New Leaf in, time. Yeah. But you know, it's just even easier to set up ways to sell things. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to apply to people who have bought things. I'm hoping that they don't come for me <laughs> for buying Nook Mile tickets, but. I don't think they will. Otherwise, they'll lose so many people. <laughs> I mean, that would be hard for them to track down, but they could find the people that are like legit selling them. Yeah. So. I don't know. I we'll guess see. we'll see what happens we'll with see. that. We'll see. And we know that Nintendo will follow up on their word. They are not afraid to give a cease and desist. No. Like they will they will come down on you. So Yeah. Well, with that, I think we should go into some Horizon hacks. And actually by Horizon hacks, I mean just Horizon hack cuz we have one one this week. hot tip. One hot tip. And this is something that I saw on Reddit, so I can't take credit in discovering it, but uh, so there is a fail safe for when, if you have a fossil that you've assessed and it's one that is not in your museum, and if you were to say accidentally talk to a villager and accidentally select the fossil as a gift to the villager, mm-hmm. they will look at it and they'll be like, wow, this is like so awesome, but I think this will like really look cool in the museum and then give it back to you. I thought this also applied to fish and bugs. I am not 100% sure i should try but i know that that would suck i should try it on a bug that's like i will try it in the future after i talk about something else that i'm going to be yes i will i will test this out in the future uh stay tuned to later in this episode to find out what that is (laughs) but um jesus (laughs) yeah i think that's just really cool though that um if you were to accidentally give them something that you haven't donated yet supposedly um they know that the supplies of fossils we'll find out about the fish and the bugs they will just give it back to you and say like that was really thoughtful but you should go donate this right there's little details like that they're they really that makes it seem like they're actually visiting the museum and recognizing what is there yeah which is is cute they did a lot of like grief protection i guess i'll call it in this game to like make sure that you like bad things just like don't happen except you can eat 10 turnips at once except you you can eat 10 turnips at once but uh yeah i mean that i thought it was just a cool little detail yeah i love that i think that's really smart um so yeah let's get into on our island because a lot has happened so let's start off with our wedding season thoughts. I can't remember. I feel like we talked about we it did a talk little bit about last it. week. Yeah, I just you know now that it's been going on for a few weeks, you know how are we feeling about the old wedding season? I will personally say that I think that it is a cool event. I think it once again suffers from the it is way too long. I hope that they do more Photopia events. I have. I am going to eat my words. I thought Photopia was absolutely useless. And I was pissed that that was one of the first things that they implemented in terms of like locations to visit. 
I when can understand. We didn't have, like, the cafe. Yeah, I can understand why they implemented it first because it's really not hard for them to just be like, here's all the objects in the game, play with them. Right, yeah. and also, like, people are sharing photos in the beginning, and it's like, that's when you're most sharing of photos. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that Photopia events have the possibility of being very cool. I like this one because... You know, we didn't have wedding objects. And, you know, people love to stage fucking weddings in their goddamn towns, especially yeah. when people's real-life weddings are being canceled. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I think it's really cute. I like the objects. And I hope that they do more events in the future that are themed. Like, I'm trying to think of another theme that they could do, like, uh, that doesn't, like, really exist. Like, if they could do, like, a nightclub. Yeah. And you're taking pictures for a nightclub. And then <laughs> they give you, like, a bunch of, like light up shit. I don't know. It would have been Music so cool objects. if they had, I know that it's the same month, but if they had done pride and you get a whole bunch of pride things right. and rainbow crystals or something like that instead of I heart know. crystals. Once again, they're not the Sims and they're not going to do that. And yeah. I get it, but it sucks. I, I think that, like, it would have been cool, though. The first week of doing it, you weren't allowed to invite anybody to any of the sets, and they just kept having you do wedding, reception, wedding, reception, With wedding, reception. With just an empty room. In pink and white, pink and white, pink and white. And it was like, that was just to unlock items. I feel like they could have done each once, and you unlocked all the items in those first two times. And then after that, it's like, hey, let's do this I th from what I've understood, I've honestly not done it in a couple of days now, but... Yeah, um, I stopped. I got bored of doing it over and over again. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I think that, like, it gets a little bit boring. It was repetitive. Because it goes on for so long, but... But I was just talking to my friend, and she was saying that she started doing it again, and it was giving her different color options as a yeah. thing. Yeah. I know um, that, like, after about a week is when you unlock the ability to invite your amiibos I in. I think that should have been from the first one. should have been from the get-go. I understand why it was pink and white for the first, like, couple, whatever. I think it shouldn't have lasted as pink and white for a week. Um, maybe they just didn't have as many ideas for themes, but I don't know. I feel like there's so many different... Like, there's so many wedding themes. You could do, like, a destination wedding. That could be the theme of it. And they're yeah. looking for, like you know, tropical island vibes. Like, there's so many beach-themed items that it would be so cute. Use the shell arch as your little hoopa. Like... They could have went then, like, at towards the end, like, really weird, like, wedding in space. Yeah, And it's just, like, wedding. all of the Celeste stuff, yeah. you know? I'm thinking of, like, Happy Home Designer for that and the wacky, like, themes. Obviously, the objects in Happy Home Designer, they had all of the weird shit. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah, a little bit easier. All new leaf stuff. But like, you know, it was like, they had the weirdest themes. Like, and I just think that that, because each house was basically like this. Um, and so that's also another reason why it's not surprising that they did this event because they, yeah. like the happy home designer thing like works for this. Um, I think it's weird once again that they wouldn't let you put in your villagers until the end of it. Um, but overall, I think it's a pretty solid event and hopefully they do something else like it sometime. Yeah, I am eagerly awaiting the next like mini direct because this is the last event that they had announced in the last trailer they clump. gave us. Yeah, so I am something for I know like we have, have a, a bug off coming up soon. Yeah. But I have a feeling that things are probably a little bit later than they would have been if coronavirus was not happening. Right. Um, but I'm still just eagerly anticipating whatever the next events are. Yeah. So then also in the last, like since our last episode, I have added a second neighborhood. Um, so I had my original neighborhood and then I didn't have all of my villagers living in it, but then I wanted to put my other villagers in like, I'm doing like an East side, West side moment. <laughs> um, and so I have a second neighborhood that's like right behind all my shops, you know, they're like the downtown bitches. I, I like it. And I have know? like a little seating area and stuff. And it's, I, I love the neighborhood format as someone who used to be like a, I want all my villagers spread the fuck out. They yeah, all have like, their own space. Yeah, it's very different than what your take was when, before this game came out. I just need to decorate it more. I need more trees and stuff. I need, um, I don't know, more objects in their yards. The only thing with the neighborhood is that it's hard sometimes. If you don't want to take up like the entire like huge front section of your island, it's hard to get everybody to have... like. I've seen some people who have yards for their villagers that are massive. Yeah, yeah. And I would that. love to be that bitch. But, but I'm trying to save some space for like my other like things that I have set up. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but it is cute. And I like the tiered neighborhood moment. It's very fun. Yeah. 
And then on my island, I did do a villager hunt sometime within this past two weeks. I don't remember when it was. And I found Rudy. I was looking for either Jitters or Rudy because I was missing a jock. And there's so many good jock designs. Yeah. I didn't realize how many of the like good designs were to the jocks, but... I will have multiple of them now because I have two. Um, Rudy is fucking adorable. He is like he's so cute. He is like one of the greatest additions so far. And then I still want Jitters because I think he's just so fun. Oh, he's iconic. I would even do a third one. I would take like Genji too. Mm-hmm. There's just and I know there's others that I'm not thinking of right now. There's so many good jock designs that I would just love to have. I and like, so great. it only took you 94 tickets. Yeah, it took me 94 tickets. It was one night's stream that we found. It was 254 on. for me to get Dom. Yeah. As to compare. But we've seen people get into the thousands. Oh, yeah. For yeah. a villager. And then I had something happen on my island that I don't know if I've heard people talk about. Maybe just missed conversations and I haven't had happen where um, when I was back in the day when I had three normals. Um, they would ask me a lot, like, you know, what's your favorite book and things like that? What's your favorite movie type, like genre and things? Right. And so I definitely answered book and I said science fiction out of the options that they gave me. And that was a while ago. And then the other day, Octavian came up or I was just talking to Octavian. He's like, yo, so I heard you like sci-fi books. Is that right? And then I said, yeah. And then he's like, went on about like all this stuff, which is funny coming from him because his house is space themed and he's a little I think he's a little alien yeah so it's really funny coming from him I love but I like that answering those questions that information gets passed through to your other villagers so it's like they're talking to each other yeah they they're they're talking about me behind their back which I don't know how they how I feel about that I mean Um, clearly when they're like literally (laughs) like I heard so-and-so was calling you miss bitch can I start (laughs) calling you that they are just talking a whole bunch of shit behind our backs, and, you know, we need to tell them to stop. I mean, we're talking <laughs> a lot of shit, too. I know. Let's honestly. be real. We're contemplating, hmm, who do I want to force out today? I know. <laughs> so I'm currently... they're allowed to talk. <laughs> when this episode... Oh, wait. Hopefully I'll have him by then, by the time that this episode goes out. I'm in the middle of doing a camo frog villager hunt right now. Yeah. And I had to let, he's cranky, and I had to let my baby Hamfrey go, but he went to someone in the community, so I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- I have his amiibo card, so I could always have him back if I would like to, but I really wanted Camo Frog. He's become an icon in our community on Discord. And also, I'm like slowly working my way towards having like a mostly frog. I want an all frog island at some point, but I can't. I think it'd be so fun. How am I going to let. Dom and Pietro go. Especially Dom because yeah. he doesn't have an amiibo. Like yeah, I'd have I don't to know how you're gonna I don't let, think I could let him go. Somebody has to like foster him or yeah, something. Yeah, that's you know? like such a pain. Like I don't I don't know. But You already got Huck and then I um, have Huck and then I'll have Camo Frog when I yeah. get him. But yeah. like I, I ha- there's she's already made a list of all the frogs because there's more than eight frogs. So there's you have so to pick many some. frogs. So you already have a list of what frogs you would like to have as your island. You oh really, you really Diva's want this my frog Uchi. island. <laughs> fucking Lily is my normal. Like Cousteau fucking... is a jock, I think. Mm, yes. Yeah, he's a jock. Yes, he's a jock. See another great jock. Yeah, I like him more than Frobear. So Cousteau would be my jock. And uh, what's her face would be snooty. I forget her name right now, but you know she's purple. Would you have Jeremiah? Was he on that list? I don't remember. I think he's lazy. Yeah, but I don't know who else is lazy. Like if um, what's his face is lazy, I would do him. Uh, Wart Junior. Wart Junior is a must have. Oh yeah, Wart Junior is a must have. There's also um, Ribot and um, Rattle. Rattle. Yeah. There's so many good frogs. There's so many good frogs, and they're so short, and, and they're, they're so, so cute. tiny. And so I need Camo Frog because he's iconic, and also his house is absolutely wild. Yeah. And I've been wanting him, and also, like, on our Twitch streams the other night, like, everyone was saying, like, that they thought I named Camo Frog, like, that was just my nickname. Like, that's his name. Like, it's so stupid. That's his God-given name. Camo Frog. Like, that's such a dumb name, but I love it, and I want him really well. <laughs> so hopefully by the time you listen to this, I have him. Um... But we'll find out. <laughs> they just went literal. Yeah. The wart Jr., he's got a wart. Camel Frog, he's just, he's camouflaged. But Huck. Huck, he's, 
He's just vibing. I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing to say there's about him. There's nothing to say about him. You know what? Ward Jr. might be smug. I don't care if I have two smugs. Yeah, smug has good dialogue. Yeah, I have two smugs right now because I have Pietro yeah. and Huck. But. Which I think that leads perfectly into the main thing that we wanted to talk about this week. This is our unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Hopefully these are all actually unpopular. I don't know. I don't know, but this Speaking is what... Speaking of Pietro, he... I love him, and that's an unpopular opinion. I know that yeah. there are people that are warming up to him, and I've also had people say that, like, me being in love with him has made other people like him. Mm-hmm. But I get that he's a clown, and there's a lot of people that hate clowns, and obviously Chris is sheep-phobic. He hates <laughs> the sheep villagers. However... I think Pietro is absolutely just a stunning man. He's so cute, and his house is one of the greatest house designs. He has a fantastic house. And, like, he's so unique. I just love him so much. So what I was going to say is that I think that Smug in New Horizons is the best personality type. I agree with that. I think that they have the most interesting dialogue. Yes. Um... I think, you know, the dialogue is lacking overall in the game, but, like, out of all of them, they have the best. And it just sucks that smugs don't exactly have the best designs. Yeah, there's there's limited ones, but the ones that they do have... But the ones that they do have... I mean, Huck alone. Oh, my God. And Pietro is yeah. smug. Yeah, so, like, you know, there's some fantastic smugs. I would also like to add on to this. Normally, the peppy villagers are one of my favorite personality types besides snooties. Yeah. And I would say that I don't like the peppy personality in this game. I would also agree it's, because I, I know people say the same thing about jocks, but I almost feel, well, first of all, peppy is the jock of the lady villagers, which is yeah. if we're gendering <laughs> them, which is so God. dumb, but regardless, I find almost the peppies to be more, I don't know, repetitive for some reason than the jocks. I don't know why. Like maybe I'm not paying attention too well, but I think that especially like when you're getting a DIY from them, Peppies have one singular dialogue. When you're yeah. getting a, DIY I've gotten from them. several from other ones. Yeah, so other, I don't yeah, understand other personalities that. have more to say. I don't know what that's about. And then I also feel like they killed Snooty and Cranky in this game. Like my unpopular opinion is that Snooty characters in this game are not Snooty; they are literally just fashionable. And Grump or Cranky is just old. It's just old. Just call them old because I don't. I don't know why they did that. I that's part I would of their have like them. making everyone nice thing, which like I get it, but it's also like there was some charm in like having a cranky villager be kind of an asshole to you, and then you slowly win him over. Like that was charming, and it was like the same thing with like Brewster. Like if they start, if Brewster comes into this game and they make him chatty as fuck and super he talkative, he is a stoic, silent man. I swear. And he, mm. And there was something charming about like Phyllis. Like she was not nice. And then she was like the nighttime bitch and she was super judgmental. And it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. So I don't know. It's also just that like not everybody's all just happy, go lucky, like all the time, everything. You know, they're allowed to have like be a little cranky sometimes. I know. And I love that. (laughs) I also feel like I've been seeing like way less. I don't know if it's because I have a more well-rounded neighborhood of villagers now where I don't have as many like combating personalities. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I don't see arguments at all on my island lately, but I don't know. Maybe that's just because they're all good friends. They're all vibing. <laughs> all right, so let me talk about my... This is probably my spiciest take. and It is. Uh, it will lead into what I've kind of been, like, teasing all around the internet for, like, a week now. Yes. So my spiciest unpopular opinion is that I don't even just... Wish it was gone. I hate terraforming okay. and I wish it was not implemented in this game because I feel as though it ruins the spirit of Animal Crossing. So that I would is like to the know hottest thing. is it that you hate it as in general or do you hate it just for you to have to utilize? All of the above. Okay. Because I I hate that there's already so many things like being able to pick where my villagers live and things like that. I'm not counting that. I'm talking about literally you put on the construction hat and you start moving cliffs and rivers and paths don't count in this either because we've made paths just out of custom designs before. Right. And new leaf, but already they could also always give you the path tool as like the mallet, like the fence. Yeah. Yeah. So 
already it's like we have a lot of control when we're picking where people move in and where the buildings go and we can move them all the time and stuff. I just feel like when you get to building cliffs and building rivers and changing the entire island, it takes away the charm of, oh, we all just moved to this land together and we're just like trying to make a big community here and it's like so fun and we love it here. Instead, it's like I am just God and everything is my like my canvas to make whatever I want. And it doesn't feel as like much of a community anymore to me. So I am traditionally the bisexual. I am mixed (laughs) on this. Um, So here's how I feel. Really? I'm so shocked to hear this. I I understand. That's my coming out. Um, I understand both sides. Wow. Um, (laughs) So hard not to keep making a joke. Um, so for The Sims, for example, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to liken it to Sims, which is already telling you what you need to know about this game and how different it is from the other iterations. Yeah. It does feel like it is a little bit like Sims. So for Sims, I am traditionally a builder. I am a builder, and then I also am, I just, there's something about, like, creating a character that I absolutely adore, like, any kind of <laughs> avatar creation. Let me just say, anytime I play a new game and there is a character creator, I just give the controller to Rachel. Yeah, because <laughs> I will make them look the best. <laughs> you and even love if it's it. a game that I don't give a fuck about, like, no, what I'm was just the, like Rachel here taking it. You it know? was uh, Bethesda. What is it? It was game? Fallout 4, which had like crazy, ridiculous, like character creation things. However, didn't you not even see your character? Uh, I mean, you could. Oh, you could? You, you okay. Could, it's yeah. like GTA. It was like you could play first person or third person. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So I love a character creator. So in The Sims, I literally just make hot Sims and I make snatched buildings and stuff. Yeah. That is my favorite thing. I do play a little bit of gameplay here and there, but like the most part, that's what I'm doing. And so animal crossing, I'm here to talk to my fucking villagers, which I'm thinking of as like the Sims interacting. Right. Yeah. But I also like the creation that I'm getting, but I do get a lot of that at my house anyway. But here's what I think. Like for me, I can see the point of view of like, it ruins the charm because low key, it fucking does. It does. It's not like, hi, I moved to this island and we're all, you know, scavenging for wood and stuff and we're all going to make it work. It's like that for two days and then suddenly it's like, this bitch just made a river? I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I feel like at a certain point, like, I, you said something to me the other day that resonated with me when we were talking about our list for this. And you were like, at one point, it just becomes like, all you do in the game, like when we talk to our friends and stuff that play it, all we are all doing is terraforming. Yeah. We're not. And like, I get that that's our own issue. Like we need to fucking do something but else. It's just fucking they, game. But it takes so much time. And there's like the, it leads to points of like, Oh, I just, I did all these things and then I hate it. I'm just going to redo it all. And like, you're, I find uh, for myself, I'm never at a point where I'm super happy with everything and just leads to like this existential dread of like terraforming my island. And then you feel overwhelmed to start yeah. a new project. I like take so long to do anything because I rarely have the energy to dive into it. The tedium of the Because I hate Minecraft. Yeah. I'm not a Minecraft bitch. The Sims is different because, and even in The Sims, when they added finally to The Sims 4, when they added terrain tools, terrain tools yeah. I was like, I made a couple of hills and I was like, I hate it here. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm glad they did it because like, that was a feature of past games. Right. That, but, you know. but I also come to The Sims with that in my head. And yeah. so, but then the other, the other bisexual part of me is like, okay, however, the terrain tools, the terraforming, all of that it has allowed for some of the most creative designs I've ever seen in a video game. It's giving me like, what is it? The Super Mario Maker stuff. Like it's yeah. similar to that where I'm just like some of the cool shit. I think it's really fun that like the way that people, have, there are limitations to the terraforming and the way that people have used it to make amazing designs. The forced perspective designs I see That's what online, I was just going to say. Those are the first time I saw one, I was like, that is so genius. What that I've so seen good. with those are like where the back edge of your island, you have like lower down and then you'll have like the little fake car, like tin. Yeah. And, and you'll the, have like a bus one too. Yeah. And then you'll have the that lighthouse. next to the lighthouse because it does bug me that the lighthouse is not to scale. Yeah. Like the door, like you stand next to it and it's like, yeah. this is a lighthouse for ants. But And then also the like computer server looks like a skyscraper. So I've seen people do actual metropolis cities where they use a whole bunch of those. I've also seen people make city skylines behind their islands where they're using the lighthouse and the, uh, 
like the silo and stuff on top and then they'll put panels in front of it that yeah, have like cityscapes yeah. so it looks like those are like the tiny pointy parts of the buildings mm-hmm. and then they'll put a shit ton of those utility poles and like obviously I'm going for not a city vibe but like I yeah. respect it and so I think I I wish almost sometimes that there was like a like a toggle that you could toggle like the ability to terraform on and off and so the people that want it can just go off and then it doesn't tempt the people that like don't want to be implementing it. Yeah. But I think it's not something that I regret them adding to the game. I under I regret using it as much as I have, but I also don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I think personally, I think it's a welcome addition to the game, but I do think it's harder to Overall, Animal Crossing New Horizons has taken a lot of the charm of, hi, I just moved into a new town and I'm a resident here and I'm amongst all these new people that will slowly become my friends. I think that has kind of evaporated and it's hard to not have that completely evaporate. When you're playing God. Yeah. And then also when you think about like Photopia, like you're literally like picking villagers up and holding them, dangling them in the air. See, like Photopia doesn't bother me because I've kind of, I picture Photopia as just, I am in a... Like another game mode. I'm in another game mode. It's not the same thing for me. So I'm totally fine with that. I think it's cool to play with all the things, but um, yeah, so... Yeah. With, that, with that, what's going on with you, bitch? <laughs> so I've had a lot. I was doing Harry Potter Island, as I talked about here, and then I was like scrapping that because it was just such an overwhelming task. And then I kind of just flattened everything out again. And um, I haven't even fully dismantled all of my Harry Potter stuff. Chris and hasn't really been playing that much I, because he's been yeah, fucking overwhelmed by I, it. I'm so overwhelmed with it that I haven't felt like playing it. And so I've not really been in my Animal Crossing that much. And so what I've decided to do, this is such a huge, I've thought about it a lot. And I've talked about it with Rachel. It's a huge thing because I feel... I'm excited. I am very extremely nervous, but I'm also excited. Is that the days of Echo Point are numbered because I will be resetting my entire game and starting a new island fresh. And with that new island, one, it will be a journey that you will be able to follow through both the podcast and our Twitch streams. I plan on streaming a lot of it, but... I feel like you should stream, like, literally from starting the game up oh, and picking your new layout I will be, and naming it and all There will be a goodbye Echo Point party and then I will be resetting my game live and then starting up a new island for the first time. My, I'm going for an authentically natural playthrough, as in uh, you obviously get your first two villagers, and then for my next three, I know I could just wait for my plots to fill up, but I'm going to just go to three islands, whatever my first three islands are. Those are the people that are moving in. Whoa. Then, that's so chaotic. I love it. Then the campground is obviously whoever. Whoever smug whoever walks in. smug walks in. And then I think I'm going all the way up to 10. It's just the next four islands after that are just whoever decides to move in. Because, like, I'd like to just, you know, go to the islands instead of waiting day after and day And then when day. people ask to move out, you can just be like, all right. And then... You just vibe on through to the next island. And then um, with that, I will be doing no terraforming at all. I said to myself that I would allow myself to, like, if I really want to put a bridge somewhere and I want to just, I got to trim one single little corner of a river. Because that happened to Chris in Echo Point. It was like, there was a really convenient, like, this is obviously where a bridge needs to be. Yeah. And it was like one little corner that you had to kick back so that it was even on both sides. I will allow that. But But you're not going to be like building cliffs and like transforming rivers and making waterfalls. And and I will allow myself path designing because that... Is something again that we've already had, but other than that, there will be not an ounce of terraforming that will be happening on my island. I'm going for as authentic of a playthrough as I can, and I want to see if that kind of rekindles that. Oh, this is an island we were all kind of like discovering and building right. up together vibe for me. Mm-hmm. I will say, how are you going to react if the island that you go to has one of my villagers on it? 
that will be a time where I don't let them come in. Okay. So like we, if you see a sucker, you're going to skip him yeah. and just go to the next one and then you'll see someone you don't have. Yeah. Okay. And what about villagers that you currently have on your island? Are you like going to keep them or are you going for all new bitches? Because like there's a chance that you could get Rudy as your first bitch. For, yeah, I know. Uh, for the first 10, I'm going to let it just be whoever, except if it was somebody that is on your island. I'm sorry, I have so many questions. But what about when you start up your game, your two, first two villagers, one of them or both are like my Uchi and Jock? Um, I mean, I'll. that would be the only time that I will reset. That, this was another thing, too, is that I'm going in with just the first four islands I see picking whichever design I like the most and whatever fruit, whatever airport, whatever flower it is, just whatever villagers, iconic. I'm doing it, just jumping right in. If either of the original two are some of it's two basically, that you it's, have. If you could have, it would be Dom, Rold, and Frida would be the villagers. Yeah, like if I got Deirdre because she was one of your first, I'll stay. I don't give because a fuck, like, yeah. yeah. But even if the, you got D.Va, even though I plan to have D.Va, you could have D.Va. That's the only way that I will do it. And then, yeah, from there, it's just going to be the people that I run into. Right. And that is... The most, like... I love it. I think it'll be really fun for you because yeah. a big thing that's been being talked about lately in the community is burnout from this game, which I think is a product of when it was released in terms of we're all in quarantine and so we have nothing but time to play this shit. Yeah. And also in the fact that it is being released in segments or whatever, like it's... I forget the name of that type of game where it's like the content keeps getting released through updates. Yeah. So, like, I think Live that, service? Yeah, like it's a live service game, so you're like constantly waiting for something new. Um, so a lot of people are experiencing burnout, and I think a lot of it, though, does come from the fucking terraforming. Like, it, right now, I have, like, the front of my island. I, I know I want to terraform to make it more, like... I don't know, right now it just kind of opens up and it's just like... Pfft, and it doesn't look good, and I don't like the way it looks, and I want it yeah. to be a little bit more like you weave your way in, and it's like slowly like unfolding mm. into something cute to look I've at. I've seen a lot of cool things like that, yeah. And so, not like something where it's like super elaborate. I want it to look a little bit natural. Like, kind of like my vision is like when you're at a beach and you're walking up like the wood ramp yeah. back up to like a parking lot. I see. You. But like you're kind of going, there's like turns and stuff, and there's like <laughs> sand dunes. Obviously, I can't really do that, but like I want like palm trees and shell objects and a little bit of water and some sand and then it opens you up to like resident services like that's yeah. what i'm looking for and so i have to do that but the idea of literally going through and doing that has paralyzed me from wanting to play mm-hmm. so i've been doing villager hunts and also planning our pride streams like yeah and doing photopia shit i think it's gonna be a very fun adventure i am just nervous to reset because like i did just finish the museum and i did just get rudy but and i did you, you know, can finish it again and maybe you won't finish it as quickly because you won't be on so many fucking <sighs> like mystery islands because yeah. you're not gonna be doing hundreds of hundreds of islands that's another thing too is like there's gonna be a bunch of little rules that i set for myself like i'm not gonna dig up fossils on mystery islands mm-hmm. um I've stopped doing that too because yeah. I just want to. I have so like have it take I have like three fossils left, and I'm just like I want them to come here when like I don't know they na- naturally arrive on my god given island or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure to go follow our Twitch channel at Twitch.tv/slash/TheVillagersVoice, and I will be doing all of this there. I'll also you know post about it in the Discord because I'm not doing this until July because we got pride stuff going on and we're also moving. So it's definitely going to be sometime in the beginning of July when I actually start on this journey. And then obviously you'll give us updates here on the podcast. Oh yeah. So yeah. And I don't have a name yet. That's something it's not going to be echo point. Echo point lived this. My Island right now is echo point. Echo point walked. So whatever ocean bluff can run or whatever the fuck it's going to be called. Yeah. There'll be a new name. I think that's that's really exciting. (laughs) And I know that we were also planning on starting up the, original animal crossing game because i've never played it and yeah it we're gonna build first. a town together and i think that w- between doing that on your island and then having that to play between the two of us that's going to give us that like i don't know like nostalgic animal crossing experience that like we want all right so let's get into a couple more unpopular opinions but i think we're going to do an entire episode on this because i don't think we realized how long we would talk about terraforming and yeah. the, the the fucking nintendo thing point, yeah yeah um so Chris has a very spicy take about turnips. This is like basically the segment of Chris's spicy takes. <laughs> yeah, I. this is things that Chris is cutting from the games. Um, I also wish that turnips didn't exist. 
Um, turnips have been a long-standing thing in this game. It's not like New Horizons just added this or anything. Right. But uh, especially with the prevalence of like turnip profit and um, I mean, even on our server, we do um, a stock market channel and like Nook is on and like all these different places to find turnip prices. I think that it's just so easy now to get millions of bells. Plus, people also sell those online on like eBay. Yeah. I think it is also just another. It doesn't feel as hard to work up to all of these things that you want to get. And then it is not as rewarding when yeah. you get to build all these things. Like I remember just always sitting around, like I was really just spamming, like either going to Tortimer Island and getting those summer fish. That's essentially what we did in the previous game. Although there were still turnips. It was beetles. Money. I was all about those beetles over there. But even in like the older games, I remember I would just like try and get as many. Um, what are the red boys? The uh, Goliath. No, I mean fish. Um, oh, red snapper. Red snappers and uh, barred knife jaws because they were like three and five thousand bells. And just like try and sit there and get as many of those as possible just to make up some money to like do things. Right. Yeah. I feel like the grind. I have started on my own. Like I haven't been trading with people. I haven't been cataloging. <laughs> I haven't been. Um, I get you know because I stream and I'm. I'll say like, oh man, I can't wait until I get this, and then I'll get a DM, which is like super nice, and everyone is super helpful and just wants to be you know generous and help, and I appreciate it all. I mean, even when we're doing villager hunts, people will be like, yo, I fucking have this villager in boxes right now. Yeah. But I always decline people now. That's like what I've. I mean, I always was doing that with the villagers, but like especially with the objects and stuff, because. Like, I think I even got a message today that was asking me, I was talking about the palm tree light and I was yeah. like on stream, I was like, oh, I can't wait until I get that DIY. And then someone was like, I have an extra card and I'm going to, you know, reply to them and be like, you know, actually, I'm just going to wait until I get it because it'll be so exciting and rewarding when I fucking get the card. When and somebody's then, crafting that and you're like, finally. <laughs> yeah. So I need to like chill. Yeah. Um, and so I've already started doing that to get some of the like playability back because that is the one thing about, I know that's distinctly almost like a streaming thing too, because yeah. like, you know, if your friends aren't asking you constantly like what you want in the game, you know? So, and that's something too, that honestly, maybe we should just table on popular opinions until next week. But I have another question about your fucking um, island reset. <laughs> Rachel is not letting it go. I'm, I'm not. Kidding. I have, there's, it's like, I love the idea of it. I think it's going to be yeah. so exciting to watch. But my other question, are you going to do the thing that I did? In New Leaf, where when I reset my New Leaf Island, town, oh my god, town, uh, you... <laughs> I kept a couple of things. My favorite pair of glasses, because they were from Gracie Grace, and I knew that it would take a while to get her back. Mm-hmm. I kept my tree clock that you get, which was symbolic, and I kept my picture of Kurt. See, if there was a object like the town tree clock... I miss I, that so much. There I was something the so tree, meaningful about it. The town tree, I want her back so bad. Give me a town palm tree or I don't know, you plant one little coconut and you all, <laughs> I don't know, vibe. But uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any objects that I would keep. Not even like a piece of clothing that is essential for your character. Because like for me, if it were me, I would keep my glasses because like I never not wear them. And no. like for me, that's like a part of my character design. Yeah. But I don't, I don't give a fuck. I think that I'm not going to because the octagonal glasses are not that hard to come by. No. So I think that I will do that. Another aspect to this all is that um, I'll save the unpopular opinion for the next episode, which we might do this next week. You know. Yeah. The time. Especially but, if there's no other update. Um, but when I do my new island, whatever I set my face as. In the beginning, oh, yeah, I forgot you were. I will this. never change my face. Okay. Um, I will change my hair because that's something that we've been allowed to do, and also you don't get all the hairstyles and colors until you play a little bit and you unlock them all. Right. So, uh, but my face, the way it looks, I will never change the way that my face looks. To be honest, I never changed mine except for I had a triangle nose because I asked you, I. I'm not dragging you. I was like, I was leaning towards the oval nose that was new. And you were like, the triangle's so classic. And it just made me feel like I should do the triangle. And then I ended up changing it to the oval. But it's fine. Yeah. But like, I've kept like my eyes and my teeth have been the same. Your your smile, your teeth has been the same. It's my character to have that little buck tooth. 
Yeah, my triangle nose that just replicated my giant fucking nose in real life. So, are you keeping your face the same that you have right now, or are you going for something different? Um, I've seen people try to because like there are some of the nostalgic Animal Crossing features that you can use, like the dopey eyes and like the one hair that like for the girls or whatever. And so I've seen people recreate like the original Animal Crossing look. Um, I will definitely keep my nose in the mouth because out of all the mouths, I'm not going to also do the teeth and the squiggle is the next best one. Okay. Um, eyes maybe, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to have to play around with it when I actually get to that point. I feel like they should have had a one serious mouth. Like they're all, there's like the regular smile. Then there's also like hella deep smile. Yeah. And then there's Rudy's smile. Then there's uwu. And then there's fucking Teeth. tooth. <laughs> I love my little tooth. But yeah. yeah well, I'm fucking excited, man. Yeah. Uh, let me know what y'all think of my El Natural playthrough. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting. Has anyone done that yet? Yeah. I am likening it, once again, Sims analogy to uh, the people that only use Maxis items and not NACC at all. Yeah. Or mods. Or mods. Cannot yeah. relate legally or spiritually. You would not be able to play the game if you didn't have mods no. and CC. So like, it kills it for me. But that's why own. it's different. Like, yeah. that's why I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, I think we should head over to the Dream Suite. All right, so our first story this week is from Hollis, who didn't even think, according to their post, that they would ever have anything cool to share, but now they do. I was attempting to time travel to get rid of one of my villagers and get a new one. I couldn't figure it out for the life of me on how to get the right villager to ask. However, yesterday, Delhi, one of the ones I wanted to leave, randomly asked to leave, and I time traveled to go villager hunting since I knew this... I had the night free. The villagers I wanted were Gladys, Coco, or Wart Jr. Wart Jr. Classic. All three of those are great. Yeah. I passed up Dom once because I thought he was a smug, but I already had one, and I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I was sad because I really, really liked Dom. Then I was like, ugh, one more ticket. I'm not going to find anything good, and I got Dom again. I then looked him up on ACNH Guide just to double check and found out who was a jock. And since jock was the only type I didn't have, I scooped him up. Oh my god! And then when this I this makes w- me so happy. And then when I woke up today, Coco was in my campsite and wanted to replace Rocket, another one I wanted to leave. Oh? The Animal Crossing spirits probably knew I've been having a bad few days, and they really came through. How does it feel to be God's favorite? Yeah, how does it feel? <laughs> that <laughs> is so good. That is incredible. Also, I have to say, in my villager hunts, I've had to like sadly give up Coco several times, and it makes me so sad every time. And eventually, I want Coco. It doesn't make any sense that Coco is normal. I hope that Coco is the norm. Hmm. I was going to say, I hope Coco's the normal I get when like I have the three that move in after the oh, first yeah. two. But I also want the first three specifically. I don't really honestly care because I want them to have the real houses, whoever I have like stay around. You oh, know? yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Um, so I have one here from Ducky who says, this is not that recent, but I wanted to speak out a about one of my villagers that randomly moved into my open plot. When I gave Marina away, I planned on going villager hunting for my dreamies. That sadly did not happen because the very next day, Murphy moved into the plot. First of all, I was (laughs) curious. How dare he move in that quickly? (laughs) I had open plots stay open for about five days before, and he moved in a day later. No time traveling took place. Second of all, if you're unaware, Murphy is a green bear cub, and he is cranky. I had recently just gotten rid of Gruff, the cranky green goat, and the audacity of that green being cranky to move in so shortly after that the nerve seriously <laughs> he was also my third bear cub on my island after sherry and olive and i didn't i didn't want this to become cub island so long story long i was not happy with that green bear moving in i did not hit him with nets i acted civil around him and talked to him because i was still <laughs> scarred from that one time i hit gruff and he got really sad and i felt so bad i cried So I was being a decent human being and talking to him from time to time. And honestly, I fell in love with that grumpy grandpa. He is one of my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) He is one of my favorite villagers on my island now. I talked to him multiple times every day and I declared him my AC dad. Just be nice to your villagers. You could become really fond of them. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's That's so cute. cute. I like Murphy a lot. I think I think he's cute, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm uh, like a lot of the grumpy boys. Yeah, that, they've got some really good designs there too. I mean, that's how I felt about Kurt. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I ended up like loving him. And it was like, your favorite in New Leaf, yeah. Yeah, so just anything go is off. possible. Uh, next one's from Allie of Misfit Isle, who said, Jitter showed up at my campsite this week, and I took a chance on him since we, <laughs> since we have matching dark circles around our eyes. I figured if he didn't vibe, I had an amiibo card in the mail, and I could send him packing. But now I don't think he can ever leave, because the day after he moved in, he and Marina fell in love. Oh. He waits outside her house in the morning for her to wake up. She sings to him while he fishes. They zoom me around for hours and sing together in the plaza. This is my first island romance, and I will protect their love at all costs. That wow. is the couple we all needed. And there's a photo of uh, Marina and Jitters just zooming together on the plaza. Incredible. Um, we have a submission here from Vanessa Walrus of Freddie Fid. While walking by my resident services, I saw Pashmina and Wolfgang getting into it. Apparently, Wolfgang had walked into the cranny and bonked his head, and Pashmina, being the good Uchi that she is, wanted to make sure Wolfgang was okay. Wolfgang did not like being the center of attention like that and denied getting hurt at all. He wanted to be tough and strong, but chose to tell Pashmina that she was hearing things. My heart broke. We don't stand at your crazy defense. Pashmina kept her cool and told him that if he pushes people away like that, one day when he truly needed someone, there wouldn't be anyone around. Oh my God. Dark. Um, also T. <laughs> Everyone needs help sometimes. Wolfgang stormed off, getting angry and hurt. I wanted to hug them both. Just because you're cranky doesn't mean you can't be hurt and vulnerable. I'm hoping Wolfgang will one day let people in and heal his cranky little heart. Aww. That makes me sad. That does make me sad. But I um, hope he's okay. Yeah. Let's just, let's just all be friends with him. Maybe he'll change his ways. Yeah. And I think with that, uh, we're going to head on over to the best segment of the show, which is doxing our patrons. If you'd want to become a patron, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash thevillagersvoice. Uh, you'll get some special uh, roles within our Discord server and also have us dox you right here and now. So let's start off with Marissa Deleuze, who is a messy seashell seller. Paige Blue is a photogenic backbone. Kelly is a knowledge-thirsty klutz. Joanna Tartaglini is a thrifty meteorite. Kelsey is a thorny shell fan. Dylan Powell is a detail-oriented papa. Anthony Lowbridge Ellis is a worldwide father. Devin Elizabeth is a digital age egg. Liz Lane is a late-night lawn clipping. Chantal Piat is a dad-joking animal. Stacy is an omnivorous coordinator. Pat Bruce is a rascally runner. Hollis B. Langley is highly aware life form. Carissa Stockton is a catchable speculator. Ugh. Jasmine Lyons is a small fry wild child. Courtney McLeod is a mistakenly caught talent. Taylor Mays is an unparable crybaby. Megan McNally is an ancient wanderer. Emily Lopez is a bait snatching flag waver. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> Zara Duncan is a flapping coordinator. It says collector. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I just did it again! <laughs> Uh, it's because I said flag waver and you were like, wow, wow you got that I feel right. so relieved. I didn't have to say it this week and then immediately butchers the next one. It really. Zara, you are a flapping collector. And we love to see it. <laughs> Shannon Kusick is a sleepless ringleader. Kira is unabashedly coconut. Kev Diz 81 is handmade trash. Logan L is a tentative clown. Mackenzie Bell is a buried sidekick. Jane Robertson is a change it up phoenix. Kim Vandersloos is an anonymous walking dictionary. Annalise Foss Knight is a night owl buddy. Lizzie Woods is an eco-friendly stockholder. E Drain is an energetic frenzy. Sabrina Canton is a New Leaf music lover. Zach Johnson is a friendship brute. Maddie Davis is a shifty muscle. Ashley D is a refined seashell seller. Tara Joy is a hospitable ghost. Meg S is a traveling paradise. Jess Adams is a casual punk. Tim Rogers is a radiant pioneer. Chloe is an unhindered remodeler. And Elizabeth Lenz is a festive something or other. <laughs> and I love the vagueness. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for supporting our show. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.